You're listening to Potter Nonsense, a podcast with me and Ray. Welcome to Potter Nonsense. I'm Faith. I'm Ray. And we have the return of special guest. Yay, it's me, Alice. Uh, hi, Alice. Hello. So tonight, it's the 20th episode it's the 20th recording guys guess what guess what we're talking about it's time (laughs) so time i'm so here for this i'm so happy okay so i'm gonna put a disclaimer here if you like severus snape this episode is not for you this episode go read a different book if you want if you are a Snape sympathizer or in any way, shape, or form liking the fact that he had such a good redemption arc, you need to leave. Honestly, I wouldn't normally kick people out of a podcast, but this is not the podcast for well, you tonight. No, no, you can stay, just be civil. <laughs> you can stay, just understand that if you contradict us on him being the worst, it's not going to end well for you. What? I mean, you can say whatever you want. It's just that it's not going to affect us whatsoever because we have heard every single argument and every single argument is absolute bullshit. Yes. Yeah, I've heard everything. I've heard everything that could possibly be said about one Severus Snape being a good guy. No, absolutely not. And we're here to tell you why. Mm-hmm. 100%. I did research. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> so great. I've got like six tabs open. It's awesome. And I've also got a notebook. As the Slytherin, I have relied on you guys to do the homework. Excellent. But that is also, you know, contrary to the fact that I'm usually the one that does homework for this show. (laughs) It's true. I never do my homework. I never do my homework. We sit down and I go, what are we talking about again? (laughs) As the Hufflepuff, I worked very, very, very hard. Excellent. I looked up, I read the synopsis for a few other books because I'm going to reference some other books because I don't actually have the copies of those books anymore. And I read three or four different versions because I was like, I just want to make this 300% sure I'm getting this right. <laughs> my, my notes for this episode, which are entitled The Snape Episode. The um, Snape Episode. Please, I, I, please make that. I have Snape cast. So. I also considered the Snapening. I, I really like the Snapening, personally. <laughs> I love the Snapening. But I have a total of five notes. <laughs> and one of them is... Do I really need talking points here? <laughs> yeah, no, honestly. So let's let's begin at the very beginning. And I'm talking about the very beginning of the books, not of Snape uh, in the like timeline Snape's of chronology. Things. Yeah, let's talk about the book chronology. The yeah. first instance we get of Severus Snape is bullying children. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bullying children. Also, I will add another disclaimer. If you are a fan of the Alan Rickman portrayal of Severus Snape, love Alan Rickman, God rest his soul, I never have ever thought that he was a good Snape. He was uh, the wrong casting for Yes. Snape. And I'm pretty sure that Snape getting a – like there is currently a theory that seems to hold water for me that the only reason that Snape got the bogus redemption art – arc that wasn't really like it wasn't arced to let's so it's not an arc it's more of a um straight yeah straight line and then gently fell off a cliff Mm -hmm. um the reason that it happened was that jk rowling was trying to convince alan rickman to take the role 
Yeah, she always wanted yes. him to be the role. Yeah. So, and he was not interested in playing a totally unsympathetic cunt. So she was like, oh, but he was in love and got him interested enough and then she had to write that, except she's terrible at writing any kind of romance. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes, I agree with that. So the very first instance we have of Snape is he's described as a thin man with sallow skin, a large hooked nose, yellow and uneven teeth. He has shoulder-length greasy black hair which frames his face and cold black eyes. He wears black robes, black flowing robes which give him the appearance of an overgrown bat. Alan Rickman is too handsome to be called a thin man with sallow skin, a large hooked nose and yellow uneven teeth. Fact. Absolute fact. You know who should have been the most perfect cast for Severus Snape? The guy who played Argus Filch. True. Yes. True. Or, or the guy who, or the guy who played Wormtongue in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him too. Because yes. when I yeah. read the books and then saw the movie and saw Snape, I went, "Are you kidding me?" I was like. 13 and then when Filch came on screen I went that's Snape yeah yeah also in The Hobbit Mm -hmm. the guy who was servant to Stephen Fry oh yeah that guy yes well yeah I can't remember his name weasels yeah Snively Weasley dudes yeah not not to be confused with Percy yes who is a snivelling weasley dude? <laughs> yes, but, but he's a snivelly weaseling dude, but he's lawful good. Or, no, no yeah. he's, he's lawful neutral. I was using he's weasley as a descriptor and not as a surname in the first instance, and then I was like, wait, weasley is a prominent surname in these books, yeah. and there is one who is prominently snivelly. Yes, yeah. don't mean weasley, we mean weaselly. Yes. Yes, weaselly. Yes. yes, no. And, and Severus Snape, they did call him snivellous for a reason, but huh? he was always... The villain, he's not meant to be he, – he wasn't written as a handsome villain. Mm. He was written as the grotesque. Yes. Mm. He was and, written as the mean grotesque. Yeah, and if we know anything about J.K. Rowling's writing, it's that grotesque means evil. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, I mean, he in the first book, his first thing that he basically says is, ah, oh, yes, Harry Potter, our new celebrity. I never heard that in a monotone. I always heard that as, ah, oh, yes, Harry Potter, our new celebrity. Mm. Like mm. like derision, absolute yeah. loathing. And meanwhile, Alan Rickman brings out his, the tone of the air is filled with spices from, which yes. I'm not sure if you've seen Sense and Sensibility, but no, not. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I can teach you how to brew fame, how to bottle fame, brew glory, even stop a death if you want as big a bunch of dunderheads as I usually have to teach. Um, which I love. Like, to be honest, I love it because it does encapsulate this, like, I only took this job because I fucked up. Mm. Yes, like, and I, I this job because this protects me. Yeah, and this, it's part this, of my yeah. cover, but also I fucked up and I gave away my girly love. Um, like he doesn't actually like teaching. He no. doesn't actually like children. This this job keeps him out of prison. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, basically, and I get that. But I also would really love to hear that same line said in like the worst nasally, I can teach you how to brew fame, brothel glory, even stop a death 
if you weren't as big a bunch of dunderheads. Like, like he needs to be dripping with disdain. Yeah, malice, derision, give us all of that. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Alan Rickman's too good for this. One of those, like, you know, like the stereotypical old lady who who's a witch kind of voice? Like, I want that. The Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, that kind of thing. Alan Rickman with Potter. (laughs) And your little Weasley, too. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) That would have been great. That would have been like. Snape as a girl would have been interesting, just a side note. Like, oh, oh well, gender we, bent Snape. But, but we're amazing. Now you've already got gotten me to a tangent of this uh-huh. of this whole thing, which is very much related. If Harry was a girl, this would be a little finger situation. Yes, I literally have this. Um, uh-huh. If Harry looked like Lily but had um but had James's eyes, we would literally be looking at a little finger situation. And was a girl. We would be looking at the situation. Now, if you are one of the five human beings on the planet who has not watched at least some Game of Thrones, you may need to know <laughs> what a little finger situation is. Because that sounds very, very <laughs> sus to say. <laughs> little finger situation sounds very bad. Little it's finger true. I... is Peter Baelish, who was in love with Catelyn Stark. Catelyn Stark married Sean Bean. Sean Bean and Catelyn Stark's daughter looks a lot like Catelyn when she was... The eldest daughter, yeah. Yes, the eldest daughter. She looks a lot like Catelyn when, she was, when she was younger. So this old man wants to fuck this child. Yeah, essentially because Catelyn... Oh, spoilers, oh, it's first, second season or whatever, but Catelyn Stark dies and then... Catelyn Stark does want to fuck Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Spoiler alert. No, I'm kidding. I already knew that. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, I can't remember which season, but one of them she does... Mm. And then, um, so he's still obsessed with Catelyn for a very long time until Catelyn's gone. Mm. And then he gets obsessed with Sansa. I think he was already obsessed with Sansa. The reason I got, had that wait, Catelyn doesn't die moment was because he was obsessed with Sansa long before Catelyn died. But he was already creeping because Catelyn was unavailable. I think he was a little bit, but also... It felt like it got worse the moment Catelyn died. Probably, yes. I felt like there was definitely like a switch flick there. Because she wasn't there to protect her daughter. Yeah. I he no so. longer had that. Like, I could disappoint the woman I love. Yes. By trying to get with her daughter. It's like, oh, woman I love is dead. It's okay now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I I did not follow Game of Thrones closely enough. I read some of the books and then the TV show bored me to tears so and never actually continued but I always made sure I watched like the good episodes like Red Wedding and the yeah the TV show was honestly hot garbage and we know exactly why at this point yeah um it's because it was um they decided to hire a couple of incompetents to make the show yeah they did I literally the last season I watched the entire season which was like the writer's extended version so end of the the episode for that whole last season, the writers would talk you through the episode. Oh, okay. Um, and there was one part in the scene after the war or the battle at um, Winterfell with the, the White Walkers and the, the Night King. And after that, they're, like, celebrating or whatever. And the, the writers are like, if you look carefully, two of the wildlings are actually us. And I was like, have you spent more fucking time actually learning the names of your characters because they were pronouncing them wrong by the way like oh, it, was, cool. it was Cersei and Missandei and I'm like 
no, Missandei, which is actually meant to be Missandei and Circe, but hey, it's Circe, but they they were pronouncing them wrong. The writers yeah. were pronouncing their own characters that they're writing. Missandei, who was meant to be a child, yeah. but they decided, no, we want more titties up in this bitch, and she yeah. was a grown woman in a push-up bra for the entire season. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they didn't they didn't pronounce the names right. And I was like, have you spent more time actually dedicating yourself to your writing and to your characters um, than you do actually being in your own damn scenes and in your own damn show? Maybe this would be okay. Yeah, they, they got – apparently they were hired on the basis of figuring out who Jon Snow's real parents were, in which case I would have been able to make this movie, these TV shows, when I was 18 years old. And would have about the same amount of film experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, just segueing back to, yeah, no, yeah. I can't that's segue to experience. We back can't, to, we can't to, segue. Back to who people's parents are. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, so. Yeah, so that's the Littlefinger situation. If Harry had been a girl and Harry looked like Lily, Snape yeah. would most likely have adored her. Yes. But not just adored, it would have been creepy adored. Yes. It would have been creepy adoration. It would have been it would have been very creepy. Um so like okay, reason number Sorry to one. skip to like the end of this the entire series, Harry Potter series, but there is literally a time when he demands when he's dying that Harry look him in the eye so he can see Lily's eyes for the last time. Yep. Yeah, that never that never sat well with me. I hate him. And so that's that's literally why I'm like if sh- if if um Harry was a girl, looked like Lily, had James's eyes, 100% and we'd have a little finger situation on our hands. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, like, reason numero uno, let's keep count, guys. Reason numero uno is he literally torments Harry from the start. Harry is 11 years old. Yeah. He torments Harry from the start. Reason number two is if we gender swap Harry, this becomes creepy. I have begun a tally <laughs> because we yes, will please. get. <laughs> Please do a tally. Please do a tally because I've only yeah, have my fingers. ADHD woman and one person getting getting diagnosed. Yeah. <laughs> if we tally, we're going to forget. Yes. So on the subject of like number one, he torments Harry. Let's talk about Neville Longbottom. Oh no, my baby. Mm-hmm. We knew we had to bring it up. Neville Longbottom is a kid, and his worst fear in the entire world. So much so that a magical creature aimed at creating your worst fears is him mm-hmm. it's severus snape my yes. heart broke a when boy, i read, read i read that scene 12 year old no 13 year old boy a 13 year old boy whose parents were tortured into insanity and he knows what uh-huh. bellatrix or strange looks like bellatrix or mm-hmm. strange is not his greatest fear no no snape his is. teacher is mm-hmm. my heart everyone else was like oh that's so funny because now snape's in a dress no no, my heart broke because, fun story, when I was in grade five, my teacher was horrible. He was a horrible, horrible, horrible man, and he tormented me so much that I would throw up every morning before going to class. That is horrible. He mm. single-handedly ruined – I used to love math when I was a kid. I thought it was the greatest thing in existence, but I, I was also – I flick numbers around. I'm not dyslexic, but I do have, like, that math dyslexia. Yeah. He would call me out in front of class. He called me dumb. He called me stupid. I would vomit in the car on the way to school because I did not want to be in this man's class. And then when we tried to get me changed out of that class, he caused so much 
grief and problems that I was the one that was in trouble with the headmaster because of the lies he told about me. I had to change schools because of this man. So when I, as a kid going through the exact same thing, read that the worst fear in the world that Neville could have had was his teacher and everybody was laughing about it because, oh, Snape ends up in a dress, that broke my heart. Mm. Mm. I think also part of it too is that, like, I don't think Rowling had thought that far in. Like, I don't know if she'd actually set up Neville's backstory as yet because it doesn't become a – his backstory doesn't become a thing until the fourth – the fourth book yeah so I think she didn't actually even think about it she was just like no something's up with his parents he doesn't have parents as well and he lives with his nan Mm -hmm. and like that's the the end of that like they didn't really want to think about it more than that because then if he lives with his nan then there's an excuse to have a parental figure that's very critical and it's not like you're a bad parent it's like no that's just what nan's yeah right so I think that's how she wrote it but when you look at it in its entirety Yes. yes. Yeah. There are no bad mothers in Harry Potter. Mm. No. <laughs> if you if no. you have a produced life with your body, you're at least good to that child. Mm. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. I wish that's how it was uh-huh. Yeah, I know, right? Um, although my mother is a saint, I'm thinking oh, of other people. Yes, me I too. Know. I should be clear too. Yeah. I love my mother so much. Not only I know, do I, I know love my-, my mother, but everyone else also loves my mother. <laughs> I know, I know my mum, I know my mum listens to this and she will just hear me go, oh, I know, right, and think that it's her. It's not you, mum, I promise. <laughs> my mum doesn't listen to podcasts. I had to tell her I was on a podcast. She's like, what's that? So I was like, no, I, I told my, my mum that I'm on a podcast. I told my mum that I'm on a podcast then she made me download them to her phone. <laughs> oh, God, that's um, So I have never listened to our podcast mostly because I speak it and I really don't want to hear my bullshit dribbled back to me. Um, <laughs> but my mum does. <laughs> That's true. I listen, I'm, I'm that stupid person that will listen to the same episode I'm in twice and then be like, okay, how do you be better? Because you <laughs> cut off your sentence there and you did this other thing and you said I'm too much there and you said like too much there. And I get super critical of myself, but it's not like a, I hate my own voice. It's like, a, okay, how do I get better so I can be better? Oh my goodness. I don't even put that much. I don't, I do not put that much thought in. I sit here with a glass of wine or a bottle of beer and just dribble shit. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't describe how I was sitting for the last um, podcast. I described it to Ray before we started recording, but That's right, yeah. I was exhausted and it was 40 degrees. So I had a cider. I was reclined in my office chair. My laptop was on my lap and I had just like angled the microphone over me. So- <laughs> <laughs> and the cat was next to me three miles long because she was so yeah, hot. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's completely fair. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it's, it's a very professional production. <laughs> so professional. We are such a professional. I don't even wear pants, guys. Like, oh, I have to because I'm actually not in my own home. Um, oh, that's a shame. Wait, give me two seconds. <laughs> No, I thought it might have been my Harry Potter underwear, but it's not. It's my Disney. Um, speaking, um, speaking of, yeah, but speaking of Neville, he also all he also almost makes Neville poison his yes. pet. Yes. yes, and then and punishes then, Hermione for, for helping him not yes. poison his yes. pet. Yes, for destroying yes. his bum. Yes. Yeah. So like he almost he tries 
to poison the the kid's pet. I know it's a toad and I hate toads, but honestly, if that is a child's pet that it that he loves. Yes. You oh my god. Oh my god. It just makes me so mad thinking about it. Like sitting here with my dog next to me. If someone said to me, "You're going to fail this class unless you make your dog drink this potion that may or may not be poison," I'd just be like, "Fucking fail me! I don't care." Yeah, yeah. no, I would too. So, like, shall we call that two strikes for Neville? Yeah, that's like that's like reason. Is that three and four? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Three and see. I'm keeping up. It's like reason three and four, and reason number five is that he makes fun of Hermione's brains it's not the first time that he like takes points off of Hermione for being a Mm know-it-all um he like teases her in front of her peers for being smart knowing especially in that first and second book especially in that first book that she isn't well liked yes Mm -hmm. and then we go Um, on to in in, in extension to him mocking her for her mind he also mocks her appearance to the point where she physically changes it yes yeah her teeth yeah. It, doesn't he call her like a buck tooth know it all? And then the next yeah. scene, then, she like. Yeah. Well, she. That was. Um, Draco had hexed her to make her teeth grow um, longer. That's grow right. long, like, like she was a beaver. And. Um, it was literally protruding under her hand when she was covering her mouth. Yes. And he was um, like, I don't see anything different. Yes. This is. Yeah, it was. You don't, you don't look any different. Like, clearly, mm. Malfoy has not done anything. Yeah, that's right. And then when she comes back, Harry's like, what happened to your teeth? And she's like, oh, well, when Madame Pomfrey shrank them back, I just let her go a little bit more. Mm. And And it's like, okay. I mean, it's like, okay, fair. If I I had the option not to have braces and, uh, you know, magically – you know, Madame Pomfrey takes a little bit off the top. It's like, okay. But she – you know that she did that because people made fun of her teeth. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, she – like – it's never otherwise mentioned, but like apparently Hermione does have braces. Um, oh, really? Because when she admits that she made her teeth smaller, I, she said, My parents really wanted me to keep going with my braces because her parents, being de- dentists, mm-hmm. they yes, wanted yeah. to help their daughter be happy with the way that she looked. Mm-hmm. And right. Snake took that away from them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that, maybe she had like an Invisalign or something. I don't think those those existed in the <laughs> 1990s. Oh, yeah, shit, I keep forgetting the timeline. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it's just something that um, Jacob Rowling probably did not think to bring up before that and then was like, oh, wait, yeah, I did make the parents dentists. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they would be but doing it's like, that. He has this double standard with people where – he like really wants his low level students and dares them to excel, but he makes fun of of the one that is excelling. Like he, he's he a teacher. Low level students to excel. He wants his Slytherin low level students to excel. Well, yes, I can't help crap it about Ron. He doesn't give a crap about Neville. He doesn't give a crap about Harry. He doesn't give a crap about Seamus. He doesn't care about anyone. Yeah, Seamus just blows stuff up. Yeah, right. But if it's Crab and Goyle, he's like, oh. No, I'll, I'll give them what I can. I'll give them the best nudge that I can. He's, he plays favourites with his house. Have we talked about how much it sucks that the Irish guy blows things up? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't click because you just said that. Yeah. He does, doesn't he? Oh yeah, my yeah. God, the, the, the one Irish that. kid causes many, many explosions. <laughs> this is an issue. 
I, I, I kind of like other episode, like like a mix. We were talking about yeah. having a mixed bag episode because I have things to say that don't quite fill a full episode. Yeah, so we might we might have to do a mix. We will have a mix. We need to have a mixed bag episode. Mm. Um, I've got every flavored topic episode. <laughs> I love that. Let's keep that yeah. birdie bot every flavored episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, excellent. Um, yeah, so uh, for those of you playing at home, the Hex Malfoy hits Hermione with is Densuego, um, if anyone wanted to know. I looked it up because I was curious. That anyway, good for um, some kind of Harry Potter trivia night. Trivia night. Yeah. Yes, it would be. Um, so uh, he – oh, another example. I've got this written down. This is a dot point. Um Harry gets points deducted for being late on the first day of Hogwarts in Half-Blood Prince. Mm -hmm. But he's literally covered in blood because he's just been attacked by Malfoy on the Hogwarts Express and left immobile under that invisibility cloak. Mm -hmm. Instead of questioning why Harry is drenched in blood, Snape literally punishes him. Yep. Yep. Like, it's like, um, I'm sorry, a 16-year-old boy is late and he's come in covered in blood. You sort of go, oh, my God. Are you okay? Even if you don't like that student, you still have a duty of care as his teacher. Well, I also think there's like a level of, like, I mean, we don't know legal levels of duty of care in the wizarding world, but there's also the fact that, like, a child comes in covered in blood in a magical world that's a bigger deal than just, like, in the muggle world. It's like, what or whose blood is that? Mm-hmm. How did this happen? Also, there are Death Eaters about. Mm. Although I've got to say, at least in the movie, there is that line with Ginny where it's like, he's covered in blood again. Why is he always covered in blood? So it's like, <laughs> Maybe well, that's just Harry. Yeah, Harry just looks like that. <laughs> that's just his face. That's just Harry. That's just his face. It is just his face. But, yeah, he's uh, he's biased towards the Slytherins. He doesn't give a shit about anyone else. No. He's just – he lacks compassion. And I don't know how people can say that he is a nice person if he lacks compassion. I don't care that, you know, oh, but he loved Lily. No, no. we didn't and we will no. get to that. We will get to that Loving because I have, I have plenty of notes on that point. <laughs> Loving just, someone does not – redeem terrible deeds yes yes like i'm going to be vague about this because and i may just put in a spoiler thing have you seen star wars yet no i've not yeah okay um, oh, crap yeah i, I, I think i know ex- i think i know exactly where you're going with this too yeah um you there is just say it okay well Okay, so there is a... Big-ass spoiler alert you should probably turn off now. I will, I, yeah, I will put into the show notes time codes for this spoiler thing, although, like, at this point it's been, a, it's been like, two months, so... Yeah, I'm just broke had house, so I'll yeah. probably go see it when I go to Japan. Good girl. Look, honestly, it has been two months, but also we're already going to get our ass handed to us for saying such terrible things about my baby boy Snape. I'm only, like, you know, paraphrasing something that probably could happen. But uh, I really don't want to get my ass kicked by Star Wars fans as well. <laughs> so Kylo Ren is Space Snape. Let's get that one off, like, off to a start. 
Um, yeah, no, no. Down I've, I've, to heard, the... I've heard some things about the new one, which which makes me think that Kylo Ren is, is space snake. Like, he was already space snake, but it, uh, like including just Adam Driver would make a very good snake. Like, oh, Adam no, Driver, no. Yeah. Like, and it is the correct age. Mm. <laughs> like, you know. Adam Driver's too handsome as well, and that's saying a lot. I mean, the only time that I've ever found him attractive is in that video that Casey put into the Brunswick Media um, group chat of, of him um, <laughs> with <laughs> I'm holding out for a hero playing in the background. And that was the only time oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. <laughs> I, just, I just love, like, so for the listeners, we have, like, we, we, we did discuss this one. On oh, you have? Yeah. I, I think this was which about episode? me having having to yell at everybody. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh no, I think we tried. No, that was so one of our um, uh, damsels in Disney episodes. Yeah. This story does come up. Yeah, there was there was a video that was put up, um, and they did do spoiler alert, but I didn't see the spoiler alert because I was in the process of moving house. And she so, was like, "Oh, video!" Yeah. And oh no! I it and went, "Oh no!" And then I literally like shouted at her. Guys, spoilers! And then scrolled up and saw there was a spoiler warning. I was like, oh, it's oh. my dad. <laughs> it was really funny. I got that at work. It popped off on my watch at work. I'm like, what spoiler? There was a what? And then and then the next message I got was, oh, sorry. There was a spoiler alert. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, she, she popped off. It was great. <laughs> but, yeah, the thing, like, we have another um, space Nazi. What We've got... Wizard Nazis and we've got space Nazis in Harry Potter and Star Wars, respectively. Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren, we go for the redemption arc thing, but it's not that his final act is meant to be a redemption of things. Like, he does a couple of things that work towards him being, like, him making up for, you know, the various genocides that he has done lately. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't fix it and it's not presented Personally, in my mind, it's not presented like it fixes it. Mm. There are other people mm. who argue differently, but that's neither here nor there. Like, the thing is, though, that it's not just he does one thing and dies doing it. Mm. It's that he makes multiple choices to do better. Yes. Like, he was he was on his way. Yes. To becoming a better person. Yes. Yes. That's very, and that, that's very different to, like... The snake thing, which mm. is oh no, it's, he's he's a victim of circumstance. He was doing the right thing all along while you weren't looking because everything else he was doing was hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he has always been fascinated with the dark arts and blood supremacy. Always, yes. Yes. we see this. Literally in my we- notes, I have Snape is that racist who says they aren't racist because they have coloured friends. Like Lily is his best friend. He's like, I'm that- not. I'm no, no. I'm not. A, I'm not one of those pure blood obsessed people. Oh my god. Oh my god. My girl is my best friend. Yes, he's that homophobe that goes. Oh, but I'm not a homophobe because I have gay friends. Yes, same thing. Exactly. If you have to, if you have to put a butt in your sentence, I'm not racist, but I'm not homophobic, but I'm not stupid, but I'm not this, but if you have to put a butt before what you say, you are definitely about to contradict yourself and you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, everything that is said before the word but usually doesn't matter. Yeah. But I do have a <laughs> counterpoint. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, bro. <laughs> that was... <laughs> oh, that was so perfectly timed. <laughs> this but is in relation... <laughs> Sorry. Okay, this but is in relation to what you guys were saying regarding him being that guy who's like, 
I'm I'm not a racist, but mm. um, the thing is, though, he is he's actually saying I am a racist, but you're not like other. Yeah, he does. Yes, it's not. He's like he's like those men who go, "I like you." You're not like other girls. You're not like other girls. Yes, yes. So he is the guy that takes you um, on a shitty date and tells you how great you are because you're not like other women. To which you should respond, "What's wrong?" I'm exactly like other women. Yeah. What's wrong with other women? I, he's that guy that takes you on a shitty date and praises you for eating a burger and beer but still expects you to be a size 8. Yeah. Or a size 2 if you're playing in America. Like, I literally can eat, like, three burgers and a beer and I'm still fucking tiny. But that's Mate, because I have a crazy Same. Person. Same. There is a reason why I gym four days a week. Like, it's because I like beer and I like burger. No, I don't gym. No, she's, she's just, oh, I'm just, I'm just, it's my Asian genetics. I'm just freaking tiny. Like, I out-eat grown men all the time. I love that, but simultaneously hate that. <laughs> and the guy's are like, that's a lot of food. Are you sure you still want it? Like, like. And do you know what you say to that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll be fine. Get to the end of the night. Everyone's like, whoa, we're full. And I looked at the one other tiny Asian woman. And I said, dessert? She goes, dessert? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and the others are just like, whoa. And I'm just like, oh, I'll keep going. <laughs> I, I one love toasty. that. Only one toasty for lunch the other day. It was so disappointing. It was horrible. Oh, usually I have three. <laughs> so horrible. Because it's because I was waiting for pain. I had like no food and no money. <laughs> I had my three toasties, but I can only have one. Oh. Now I just remembered that in my new job, I'm going to be paid monthly. Oh no! Oh no! Awful! I don't even like getting paid fortnightly. See, I'm going fortnightly. fortnightly. I save. I think I. Save, I've never tried monthly, so we'll see how it goes. Um, fortnightly, I am good at saving on. Yeah. Um, because like, there's this sense that I need to, you know, hoard it. Yeah, to make it last. <laughs> to make it last, and usually I hoard more than I need to. Whereas with with a weekly salary, I'm like. I'm gonna get paid next Wednesday. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get paid. I'm just this is me, like just just dollar dollar bills. Yeah, it's yeah. raining. Yeah, I'm, do, rain. I'm doing the hand motion of like sending dollar bills, which I never handle anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, anymore? Who has dollar bills in Australia? Well, not dollar bills, but like you know, ca- um, cash money. <laughs> Oh, fivers. Do you know how expensive it is to go to a freaking uh, strip club in Australia because our dollar bills are actually $5 bills, so you're spending $4 more? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus it's like the exchange rate as well. Yeah, that too. Also, you're not allowed to throw dollar coins at strippers. Yeah, no, that's fair because if you that, that stuff hurts. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's having that that shit thrown at you. Not that I. Need. I don't know. I don't know this from experience. I know this because I got a couple of friends who are strippers. Okay, no, I, I actually know what it's like to have change thrown at you, but not like because I'm a stripper. Like I've worked in in like retail and hospitality where people. Yeah, I was going to say, did you work in retail? Because yeah, yeah well, same. Just, like, <laughs> here's your money and like throw it at you, and that hurts. And my favorite is: oh, Do you have? Uh, are you with a private health fund? Yeah. Great. Which one? Oh, Medibank. Do you know what I'm covered for? No, you pay a thousand dollars a month. You should know what you're covered for. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. But yeah. So, uh, what do you mean? There's a surcharge. And oh, it's right here, and I point to the sign, like right in front of their faces, and they're like, "How do I not pay the surcharge?" I'm like, "You could, you could press." It. I, 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 I don't know my pin, yeah. and I'm like, 
I'm sorry, PayWaves credit. And they're like, why? And I'm like, that's a bank decision for anti-fraudulent person. I have to sit there and explain to them why see I did a transaction. And I'm like, that's not me. That's not the card company. That's like the bank and the card companies. That has nothing to do with me. Like every place you pay wave, it is a credit payment. That's why it takes a few days to show up in your banking. I I literally said the words to a guy the other day. That sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. Because, okay, so the backstory on this guy, he was just a asshole from the word go. He, like, was really rude to the girl who – I work for an optician. He was really rude to the girl who arrived him. Um, and when she asked for his Medicare card, he was like, oh, I don't need to give you my Medicare card. And she was like, uh, you kind of do. Otherwise you need to pay for the test. And he's like, oh, it's bulk built to Medicare. And she was like, yep, so I need your Medicare card. Excellent. Um, she was, he was really rude to her. He was really rude to the optometrist to the point that she came out and asked me. She's the only female optometrist we have. She came out and asked me, hey, I'm going to tell this man that you are a uni student and you are going to sit in here because I don't feel safe with the door closed by myself. He was disgusting. Um, and so I sat in there and he was just, ew, he was just hitting on her. And like, our optometrist, lovely, you know, she's kind of young. She's like, um, at this stage, this was like last year. She's like mid-20s-ish, like 26, 27. Really lovely girl, smiles at everyone. And he was just being a sleaze. So, of course, I get his dispense. We go out and he's complaining about everything. And then we get to the dispensing side where he has to pay. And he's like, oh, can you split it up onto a couple of different payments so I can just tap? And I'm like, no, sir, I can't do that. That's actually fraudulent. I'm not allowed to do that. Oh, well, I don't remember my pin. And the words that came out of my mouth were literally, it sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. (laughs) And he just kind of looked at me and I'm like, you can go to the bank and get some cash out or you can just insert your card and remember your pin. It's up to you. Let me know when you're done. And, like, I just turned around and started doing something else. That is great. Just, just because but, we have talked about um, both opticians and Asians tonight. <laughs> I just, opticians I and Asians yes. kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, mm. yeah. So there's um, at, at a, lo- a Spectators that another friend of mine works at, um, local to me, um, apparently the the – there's, okay, there's two Asian women on staff. There's one that's an optician and one that's, like, a general, like, she's, you know, customer. Dispenser. Um, she is a student, yeah. though. So <laughs> the optician borrows her student card to go get um, cheap bubble teas. Oh, you know what's really funny? Like, you're laughing. I love that. Um, my mom's a Japanese teacher, so we often get, um, like, Japanese trainees who are coming here, like, coming to Australia, who are like, oh, I kind of want to work in Australia teaching Japanese, so they have a little training moment like with my mom and they spend time with her and there was she ended up like boarding with one of my mom's students Mm -hmm. who was also Asian but not Japanese Mm -hmm. and so she and this this person is also the kind of person who does actually lose their student card all the time so she has five copies of the same student card because she keeps losing them and getting a new one so she was just like here just have this one and so she so the trainee even though it's not a student keeps getting all these like discounts yeah discounts not the same country not like any, they just happen to live together. They just happen to be Asian and people just go, Asian face, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Give her like this all the time. And I'm like, this is nuts. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite is so we've got one of our, opt- our opticians is he's Asian, but he's like second generation Australian yeah. Asian. So he does not speak a lick of Chinese yeah. uh, or Cantonese or anything like that. He's, he's Chinese Australian, but. He, he's never lived in China. He's born here, raised here, etc. And we get 
ladies, we get like these little Chinese ladies call up all the time and they're literally like, do you have any Chinese optometrists? And I'm like, well, unfortunately, actually, they usually start off with, do you have Asian optometrists? And I'm like, yes, we've got Brian, who's Korean. We've got Song, who is Chinese-Australian. And then we've got Young, who is also Chinese-Australian. Oh, I don't want to see the Korean. I'm like, okay, that's fine. They never say his name. I always say Brian and they never say the Korean. They, they never say Brian. They always say the Korean. Oh, and then... And then it's do do your Chinese do your Chinese optometrist speak Cantonese or things like that, and I'm like, oh no, look, they're they're second generation or third generation Australian. They they don't speak like Chinese dialect at all. Um, and the the one thing that I got back once that was so I just I had no idea what to say, but this lady just went, oh, I don't want to see him. He fake Asian. <laughs> And it, and it was such disdain that I was like, I'm, I, I just sort of went, I beg your pardon. And she's like, I don't want to see, I don't want to see him. I, he fake Asian. And then she went, Do you have any white optometrists? <laughs> oh my god! I had no idea what to say. Absolutely no idea. I was just like, Yeah, we have Scott. He's our owner. He's very Australian. <laughs> It's, it's kind of like the bit in the first episode of Orange is the New Black when um, they find out that Daya can't speak Spanish and um, the, the phrase is, oh, great, another fucking coconut. <laughs> yeah, like I just – I have never encountered that before. And so I went to Song. I said, mate, I just had this phone conversation with this lady and she asked, do I have Chinese up Tom? And I went, no, well, I do, but he's not actually Chinese. And and I just went, she calls you fake Asian. And he went, wow, I haven't been called fake Asian since I was in high school. <laughs> Almost nostalgically. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, wow, that's I haven't been called that since high school. That's I was so just funny. like, you get called that? And he's like, yeah, I get called that. It's like if you went to France and people think you're French because you're white, I go to like Japan or China, people think I'm a local because I'm Asian. Yeah, see, that's the funny thing because sometimes we fly either like when, when I go back home, mum and I will fly Singapore or Cathay mm-hmm. and especially yeah. on Cathay they will attempt to speak, um, I think, Cantonese to my mum. I'm just, oh, oh no. sorry, I don't I uh, English please. It's <laughs> like we're flying to Japan. Why did you not think that perhaps this woman's Japanese? Yeah, Brian. I just I, yeah. I feel like that um really does um fly in the face of um people saying that we should be able to tell the difference between people from various Asian countries. Yeah. <laughs> we can't tell ourselves. Let's be yeah. We can't tell ourselves. Like, I do think that we should try to cast, like, Koreans as Koreans and stuff like that. I do think that that is important. But we shouldn't be able to, like, we shouldn't be expected to look at someone and be like, yep, you're from Singapore. Like, yeah. Yeah. The thing thing I find is it's, it's not so much, like, can you tell where they're from based on their faces. Can you tell two different people yes. apart? That, that is important. Yes. Like, that's the thing that it's like, okay, now now that's, that's why it's like the ID thing. Mm. It's like that is a completely different person. Yes. I can see that's a completely different person. Like some of the other white people at the table like, no, even I can see that's a completely different person. Mm. But yes. like obviously there's some people who are looking and go, Asian face, Asian face, yeah, okay. Mm. 
Yeah, but it's like sometimes sometimes I see these generic white girls coming into my store and I go, I've seen that girl before. No, I haven't because the other one's over there. Right. There's two of them. I'm just, mm, yeah. It definitely goes both ways as well because we had, the, we had the same driver the entire time that we were in Bali and he could not, for the life of him, tell me and the esteemed Mrs. Beecham apart. Like, <laughs> yeah. like he, he would just interchangeably use that. We have completely different hair colours. Uh, my favorite. Like, just a side note. Apparently, this is this is actually a scientific thing. Mm. Um, but people in Western countries, because we have such varied hair colors, mm-hmm. tend to identify people by hair color mm-hmm. less by facial features. Whereas in Asia, everyone has dark hair and dark eyes, so you end up going mm. by nose shape or face shape or mouth shape or eyebrow shape or whatever. So it tends to be if you have a similar shaped face mm. to somebody else. An Asian person is less likely to be able to tell you apart. Yeah. Regardless of the hair. Like I was talking to someone and they said they used they had a co-worker, I think, from Thailand or Malaysia, and he had been there for three months before she suddenly said, You have red hair. And she was like, Yeah, she's like, I only just noticed you have red hair. Like it never occurred to me that like because she was just so used to identifying people by faces, that she was just like light hair, dark hair, that was about the extent. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly she was like, you're a redhead. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so it's, I think it's that kind of thing mm. too. It's like a- I see that I see that all the time because I've got a couple of girls who work with me at the moment, um, and two of them are Chinese, and they've they've come from China. Like they've they have they've been here for maybe five or six years. But when they are and they speak fluent English, they're great. They're really hard workers. Um, but when they are describing a patient, so like if we arrive someone and the patient has gone to start browsing, I will always say, "Lady in the blue dress, blonde hair." or something like that, they will always say man with hook nose or uh, like like tan skin, uh, hunched shoulders okay. or something. It's, it's always a descriptor mm. and I've never really thought about it like that, but that makes so much yeah, sense. Because there's, there's less like genetic variety, I suppose. Mm. Um, yeah, and I will say that the the Honourable Mrs. Bishan and I, which that's just what we call her on Downton Down Under, which is why I'm calling her that now, <laughs> she and I have roughly the same body shape. So, like, we, we it, it would make sense in that context, mm. which also makes it make a lot of sense that much like, uh, well, there's also just the fact that Facebook can't tell fat women apart. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get um, asked to tag myself in pictures that are of different fat friends of mine. Oh, wow. That's just, <laughs> oh, wow. Um, That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. But um, there have been times, like, we, we would go to our favourite um, Vietnamese place. We took um, some friends with us, and these women there were insisting that me and my mate's girlfriend were sisters. <laughs> And it's just, oh, no. we, we do not look similar at all. We're just fat. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, that's so bad. And I, like, I mean, it would, like, maybe because we both got, like, quite full cheeks, that would be, mm. <laughs> but it was just this thing where it's like, no, no, just that. <laughs> I, I had a girl I used to work with. She's left now. But um, we used to call ourselves, like, call each other shift sisters mm-hmm. because on numerous occasions, either people thought we were the same person <laughs> Or if we were on a shift together, guests would ask, is that your sister? Yeah. We were both just short Asian women with similar glasses. She got different style glasses. We were still getting confused. And I was just like, I, d- I don't understand. Mm. Like, 
you're Vietnamese. I'm Japanese and most of the rest of the world. How are they? Yeah. Like, we don't even look alike. But people are just like, tiny Asian woman with glasses must be sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, um, the honorable. You got a lot yeah, of sisters. I, were yeah. often like, the people would be like, oh, you're sisters, yes? And it's like, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the end of it, by the end of it, it would get to the point where I'd be like, Sue. Someone asked again if we're sisters. She's like, did you say yes? I was like, no. She's like, next time, just say yes. <laughs> just say yes. People will think it's cute that you work together. Yeah, yeah people will think it's cute. Um, anyway, so speaking of people resembling people and all of that stuff, uh, Snape and Harry and all of that thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yes. Back to what we were meant to be talking okay, about. Okay. So, like, you're, you're, the son of your tormentor is a child, mm-hmm. regardless of whether you deserved it or not, because we'll get into that bit later. Yes. Happens to look like him. Doesn't mean he did any of that shit. So why are you taking it no, on this kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a shitty childhood does not give you a free pass. Yeah. yeah. I've, one of my few notes that I have is explanation does not equal excuse. Yes. And that is the big thing. It's like he was ta- he was abused at home. Sure, um, plenty. Like there are the occasional um, people who go on to perpetuate the cycle of abuse in that they are abused as a child, so they abuse other children. Mm-hmm. That is documented. We have that. Um, that people still aren't good people. Yeah, that that just just because they are hurt, it doesn't absolve them of what they did. Mm-hmm. 100%. No, so, God, no. And then it's, it's, him being bullied at school. Again, him bullying children because, again, he is in a position of power. He is a teacher. He is a man in his 30s. He has no business treating children this way. And that is inexcusable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what happened to him um, if we, you know, understand him to be bullied at all. I personally do not, but that is a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, so mm. I have a big chunk of my notes which is related to this, which is someone doing the same thing in fiction, but better. Oh, no. Sorry to interrupt you there, Alice, but that's going to have to be the end of the episode of Potter Nonsense. Next week, we will return to that conversation and enter what we have lovingly called the Count Olaf Zone. In the meantime, we would love to hear from you all, and the links for all of that stuff are in the show notes. Alice and I have another show. It's Damsels in Disney, a journey through the official Disney classics if you would like to hear something a bit different from us. Also in the Bronze Pick Media family is Downton Down Under, a show that I do with my friends, Bishan and KC. We would love to hear your questions and episode suggestions, so please send an email to bronzepigmedia at gmail.com if you have any of that stuff. But that's all for now, so until next time, mischief managed. Potter Nonsense is a production of Bronze Pig Media and is recorded in Queensland and South Australia. If you liked the show, please rate, review and subscribe so that others can find us. You can contact us on Twitter at bronzepigmedia or by email at bronzepigmedia at gmail.com. Bronze Pig Media. Oink! <laughs>